Hi, Thomas here. You're listening to a preview episode. You can enjoy the entire story tonight by subscribing to our supporters' feed. There you'll get access to the entire back catalogue, bonus episodes, and more, and it's all completely ad-free. Click the link below to learn more. And thank you so, so much. Me and the team really appreciate your support. Imagine you are walking down a lane in a quaint town. Perhaps it's like the one where you live, or one you've visited before. Streets like this are familiar and welcoming, with a few shops, maybe a cafe or two, and a handful of sandwich board signs. As you walk, you find yourself becoming lost in thought. The shops go by with a quick glance. Perhaps you catch a word here or there on the signs. Coffee, sale, local, inside. Strings of words play together in your mind and paint a picture of your surroundings. It's a comfortable place to be. You have no cares and no worries. It's just you and the rhythmic feel of walking, one foot up and one foot down, and little words that give you a sense of what you're passing by. Your eyes take in a tall, potted fern outside one of the storefronts. Another shop has rows and rows of books behind the glass. There are ones with blue bindings and others with yellow. Some are leather-bound. A few lucky ones are standing on their own, showing off their artful covers to people walking by. On the corner, a charming little restaurant has put out tables and chairs. There are places set for four people to gather together and chat over a meal. Each table has a delicate purple candle in the centre and a pair of salt and pepper shakers. You keep walking, past a shop selling antique clothing and jewellery. A large silver brooch catches your eye, and you imagine who might have worn it long ago. And then, tucked back off the sidewalk at the entrance to a small alleyway, you see a strange black sign. It has a hand-drawn arrow pointing down the narrow street, and it reads, Museum of Miniatures, this way. You try to imagine what that might be. 
Perhaps there are everyday objects diminished in size, or model cars, trains, and planes. You have nowhere else to be today. Your time is entirely your own. On a whim, you decide to follow the sign and see what curiosities this museum might hold. The alley follows a set of brick walls to its dead end against the concrete side of a building. Just before that, on the right, there is a little black door with a hand-painted sign. In elegant golden script, the sign informs you that you have arrived at the museum. Above the door is a small brass bell that tinkles softly as you enter. Inside, you find yourself in what seems to be an antiquated shop front. There is a short desk with an old leather chair and bookcases lined with reading material about the wonders of the world. Trinkets in the shape of famous landmarks are placed at random on the shelves. They each have a string and paper tag, souvenirs of your visit to this strange place. Looking around, you can't find the entrance. Behind the chair, there's a heavy velvet curtain with a long gold tassel It's the only possible doorway. On the desk is a silver bell, and beside it, a note scribbled in black ink. Ring bell for service, it reads. You tap the bell once with the palm of your hand. The sound is clear and cuts through the silence of the shop echoing off the bookcases and walls. After a few seconds, a woman appears from behind the curtain. She has perfectly round glasses, and her hair is wrapped up in silver fabric. Welcome, she says, motioning you to come over. You tell her you saw the sign on the road and thought it might be fun to visit a new museum. She pulls off her glasses and absent-mindedly chews on one end of the frame. Oh, this museum isn't new, she says. Perhaps it's never been here before, but it certainly has been somewhere. Somewhere. 